This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. Hey, Gat, this is Pinky, and you're listening to Animaticast. You know why? Because you're going to take over the world. No. And welcome, everybody, to a Pinky in the Brain episode of the Animaniacast. Um, perhaps you could direct us to the nearest spaceport, little girl. Why? Because we need to get to the Megastar. Why? Because we're trying to take over the galaxy. Why? Because with me in charge, it will be a better place. Why? Because I'm really smart. Why? Because I am. Now stop saying why. Why? Because you're driving me crazy. Why? Pinkyo, tell her to stop. Why? <laughs> no. Enough! And welcome, everybody, to the Animaniacast. We are the only podcast that talks exclusively about the animated series Animaniacs. And today you're probably asking yourself, well, what are we going to do tonight? Well, the same thing we do every night. Try to talk about Pinky and the Brain. Revisiting all the cultural references and gags. And then in the end, we're going to give this episode of Pinky and the Brain a water tower rating. I am Joey. And joining me are my galactic co-hosts, my brother Nathan. Use the face. <laughs> and across <laughs> the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. Well, today we are reviewing Pinky and the Brain, but also sort of it's basically an episode of Animaniacs, really. Uh, we're, we're reviewing Star Warners which was the last episode of Pinky and the Brain. We are just jumping all around the timeline on Pinky and the Brain. Why? Because I wanted to. I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually wanted to talk about it back in December when The Rise of Skywalker came out. But, you know, whatever. May is a month of Star Wars as well, right? It's uh, the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. And which is the best one. You know, some would say, you know, a new hope, you know, but whatever, you know. It's Empire. A new hope but yeah. I have Yoda in it. <laughs> That's true. A new hope did not have Yoda. I, I do remember as a kid, like watching uh, A New Hope and going, oh, this doesn't have Yoda or the Ewoks in it. Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> as I got older, I liked A New Hope the most. And I, I know a lot of people think it's their least but we're not going to talk about our rankings of star wars films right now oh <laughs> i'm sorry we're going to talk about uh, this episode which i was really glad to uh to see uh because we all love star wars and love animaniacs so this is a perfect combination uh with somewhere to ask you about this episode in just a few words what would you tell them uh let's start with you nathan uh it's like uh star trek but with uh lightsabers and uh kind of like that and, and the animaniacs are in it oh very very good and kelly what about you it was laugh out loud funny <laughs> uh i particularly saw one moment right there with skip yoda that i was like oh kelly must be loving this part it's like 
make Yoda even cuter, put make him a Skippy. But anyway, we're going to get to all that in a little bit. But before we do, Nathan, please tell us, when did this episode of Pinky and the Brain first premiere? Well, Joey, this episode premiered on Saturday, November 14th of 1998, which if you're like, hey, that sounds kind of familiar, that's because that was the same day as the series finale of Animaniacs. They did a two-parter. This was actually in the middle of that episode of Animaniacs. Um, And later this week, we'd have new shows like like Powerpuff Girls and Elmo's World would be brought. And uh, this was a week after the movie Waterboy was released. It was just a day after the movie Meet Joe Black was released and a week before the movie uh, Bugs Life was released and two weeks before Zelda Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo 64. So you were mentioning uh, Meet Joe Black and Waterboy, and uh, those have a Star Wars connection, I know, for me, because I went to go see those films, or at least Waterboy, a few times just to see the episode one trailer. They would play it before the movie started and after the movie. Yeah, Um, I remember I went with you. We stayed all the way through the credits just to watch that. Yep. (laughs) I I saw it with The Matrix. I'll see. Yeah, that would also work. Yep. It was a, it was a, one of the only times, like the old times where you could not really, well, you could download it off the internet, off your phone. It took an hour. Yeah, at least. And then you would hope that nobody picked up the phone (laughs) to Mm -hmm. make a call. (laughs) That was the worst. I had like all these like halfway incomplete, like, well, like I got the first, you know, 20 seconds of the trailer. I'll I'll start downloading it again and I'll, I'll watch this 20 seconds a few times. Oh my goodness. What a, what a time. This is uh, right after the special edition. So this is like kind of right in between uh, Star Wars is just about to really come back in a, a big way. Um, so this, uh, this, I, I really like this, this first episode, that, this episode that we're seeing. And I know that it's kind of unofficially the hundredth episode of Animaniacs. Yeah, know? I think Tom Ruger has maybe said that at times in his life. Yeah. So even though it came, it premiered before the 99th episode, it's basically an episode of Animaniacs. Well, even, the, even though it premiered in the during, <laughs> it was like they started the 99th episode and then played this episode and then finished off the 99th oh, episode. Oh, really? Oh, God, that is even weirder. I thought yeah. it was just kind of like, like in a spectacular Animaniacs thing, like, oh, wow, that is really weird then. Okay, so in order, if you're watching these on Hulu or on DVD, basically start episode 99 of Animaniacs, stop it halfway through, then watch this, then go back to the episode 99 of Animaniacs. Weird. Well, let's get right into it. Let's talk about Star Warners. And Star Warners was written by Liz Holzman, Charles M. Howe IV, and Tom Ruger. It was directed by Nelson Resinos. And uh, apparently some additional information was, was also written by Paul Dini, according to, well, IMDb. You guys know that uh, that movie Star Wars, A New Hope, Episode 4? I've seen it. Yeah, well, yeah, this. Yeah, I think so. 
<laughs> well, this is episode, I don't even know what these Roman numerals are, LXV. Somebody look that up. Well, 10, 10 and 5, L is what, 50? Okay, 50, 65. 65 then. So is this, wait a minute, is this episode 65 of, An- of Pinky and the Marine? Is this why yeah, it's making it sense? Is. Oh, okay. Episode 65, it it's, all makes sense now. Uh, a new Zort. And the credits roll by very quickly. It's basically just the modified uh, theme song. In fact, it is the modified theme song that just kind of goes by really quickly. Uh, Pinky in the brain, they're in a, they've entered in a race to conquer out of, outer space. Um, yeah. And Star Warners starts off there. They're with the same iconic uh, ship being chased over a planet, except instead of uh, the tent to be four, uh, with a Star Destroyer, it's a random blocky ship being chased by a ship <laughs> Star Destroyer with a Warner Brothers logo on the bottom did, of it. How hmm? did you just say that? Did, did you say Tantive? Yeah, Tantive. I thought it was just Tantive. I, I've, heard, I've heard both pronunciations. Okay. <laughs> and I've never I like heard that say, I like to say Tantive. Okay. I, you look it up. Look at I. I know it's like like a Twi'lek and Twi'lek. It's uh, it's depending on. And or George Lucas has even said Leah and Leia, or yeah. Han and Han, yeah, Coruscant and Coruscant, yeah, Coruscant. I used to say Coruscant for the many years until Episode One came out, and I was like, oh, Coruscant, huh? Hmm. Um, well, that's the way it was pronounced in the audio books. Coruscant, um, yeah. Before the movies came out. Well, what's even weirder is like you know the planet Hoth is George Lucas said on one of the DVDs or you know making of movies that. Oh yeah, the planet Hoth. And I'm like, what? Oh. I think I remember that actually. I was like, Hoth. George yeah. Lucas says Hoth. Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> apparently off- that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off with, uh, you know, the the rebel soldiers uh, kind of going to their positions, just like in A New Hope. Uh, the the door is being blown down, except instead of stormtroopers blasting through, it's the Good Feathers. Give us no respect, Bobby. Know what I mean? No respect at all. What do you expect, Pesto? We blasted them first. We did not. Bobby, did we blast them first? A little bit. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. See, I told you. And uh, they look awesome in their little stormtrooper outfits. And they even, I think, make a reference to the special editions with talking about who shot first. This might be the first parody of the Han and Greedo shooting first line. I'm mm. not hundred percent sure, but this has got to be one of the first times this has ever been parodied. This was before, you know, robot chicken and, you know, family guy, obviously. Um, so, you know, now there's so many star Wars parodies, but back then, back in the nineties, I mean, there's what this, and I don't know. Tiny tunes did an episode. Tiny tunes did mm-hmm. Muppet babies, you know? Yeah. But it's not like you. It's not like today where you can point to like all these different great uh, Star Wars parodies, you know. So anyway, I think that was what might have been the first time, at least mainstream wise, that the shooting first might have been parodied. If that is in fact talking about it, but um, it go, you know, it goes to a lot of the plot. Uh, Girth Plots is playing the part of Darth Vader, and Hello Nurse and Ralph are two of the main stormtroopers. They go down the hall. They see Princess Leia, 
or princess is she is she princess leia or princess dotty or princess dot dot okay yeah. yeah okay so anyway princess dot uh and she's putting a little message to brain uh brain to me too all right who took the last diet root beer i told you i am not a refrigerator i am a laboratory robot engaged in an intricate scheme of galactic domination stupid machine you ate all my change uh he goes off with uh c3po which is Pinky, and what is Pinky called? I forget. What the, he he's not C three PO. He's three Pinkyo or something. I think. Right? Yeah, three Pinkyo. Yeah. Okay. It's it's working. And brain two me two. Yeah. Three Pinkyo. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So they're going. They they're you know the brain has the uh, plans for this Death Star. It's not called the Death Star, however, it's the Mega Star, right? So. Yeah. But instead of being a good droid, the brain, of course, wants to use these plans to actually rule the galaxy. She gave us the plans to Gert Plotz's ultimate weapon, the Megastar. With it, I can conquer the galaxy. Oh, joy! We'll be ruled by a mini-fridge! I am not a refrigerator. Oh, then I'd better take out my leftovers before they spoil. Now, where did I put that chicken chimichanga? I thought it was a cool twist on the whole. What if R2-D2 was a megalomaniacal, uh, you know, character? He might be. We don't know what he's well, saying. It's true. He does curse a lot. So anyway, uh, the the uh, C-3PO or Pinky in the Brain. I'm just going to call him Pinky in the Brain. Pinky in the Brain, they escape. They go down to this planet, this sandy planet. And uh, Dot is interrogated. She won't tell it where the where the plans are or where her mini fridge is or anything like that. Uh, and she does a cool little um, Captain Kirk impression. Enough! What are you doing here? My five-year mission is to seek out new worlds and make them cuter. And she even calls herself something around the, the lines of Leah or- Origami uh, in her little Princess Angelina Contessa line. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool since it's kind of a yeah. reference to Leia Organa. But it, she says it so fast. It's like Leanna pile of origami. Yeah, something. that's great. A uh, perfect casting, by the way. Uh, plots comes in. Uh, not uh, not plots. I should say, Doctor Scratch and Sniff comes in, and he's playing the Governor Tarkin role. And he just, I mean, just throw a toupee on on Scratch <laughs> and Sniff, and it just looks like Tarkin. Uh, yeah. what, what Nathan? You? I'm assuming because I'm. You, what's the the spin on his name? Do, is there? Do they spin his name at all? I don't know. Oh, it's probably somewhere in here. Let's see. Um, his name is Doctor Scratch and Sniff. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they never say his name in it. So. Oh, I didn't think they did. I hope that they. I just missed it. But whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, Pinky and the Brain are uh, uh, have you know they go crash land on this sand planet and. They get captured by a Jawa, uh, but it's actually Mindy. And she captures them and puts them into her little sand crawler shaped in the shape of a uh, an anvil. Uh, of course, this is <laughs> after a long back and forth between the two characters with a why, why thing back and forth. Why? But anyway, she takes the funny vacuum cleaner man. And they go over to Luke Skylicker's place. And this is played by Wacko. 
he's he has his little tractor and he um of not luke skylicker it's whack skylicker i'm sorry yeah <laughs> uh, i should i should be more clear sorry uh, <laughs> well unlike anakin skywalker he loves sand you know even though it yeah. gets everywhere the prequels hadn't come out yet. They yeah, they, they had. They can't talk about that sand joke. Yet. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he's been running. Instead of being a moisture farmer, he is a sand uh, farmer, and he just has a huge crop of sand. <laughs> Hi, Mister Farmer Man. Hello, little nomad nurse. I'm Wax Skylicker. What you doing? Farming sand. I've got a big crop this year. And he even pays for he you know selects the two uh, droids and then pays Mindy the Jawa with the uh, well sand. Um, really great back and forth uh, between the two right there, especially with Mindy. Just okay, you know, like all of a sudden Mindy thinks the person she's talking to is an idiot. Yeah, I like how like you never get to see Mindy interact with other people typically of the you know classic animaniacs cast so it's yeah. fun to see and no Pinky in the brain interact with her and wacko just like it and buttons got away from her which was good for him um <laughs> <laughs> well uh they take you know this i love explaining this plot because this is just exactly the same plot of, of a new hope they uh <laughs> wax skylucker takes them in to get cleaned and a message starts playing it's uh princess dot Hello, girl who looks just like my long-lost sister, Nurse. Then they go off to go see Slappy One and Appy, who <laughs> he doesn't know who Slappy One and Appy is, but he thinks it might be Has Been One and Appy or something like that, uh, which is a good spin on the Ben Kenobi uh, line with Has Been. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, could it be Obi-Wan Kenobi be old Ben Kenobi? Like, yeah, it's practically the same name. Like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, you, we at least know it. Oh, it's my bro. Obi-Wan. 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 <laughs> Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. I know, whatever. Anyway, that basically sums it up. They kind of run off and they go to her, go to her tree slash uh, structure or whatever that plant is but they do it in a kind of wizard of oz manner since uh the since pinky kind of hopes that he'll get a brain maybe she can help me find my sister maybe she can help me get to the megastar maybe she can help me get a brain oh we're off to see the husband the wonderful husband inside me are you sure we're in the right movie and, and I thought that was kind of cute because there have been a lot of comparisons with uh, the story of Wizard of Oz and Star Wars because it's kind of a hero's uh, journey uh, with Dorothy in some ways. Uh, but there we go. That is the first section right there of this. So what did you guys think about this? What are some moments that really stood out you thought were cool? Uh, let's start with you, Kelly. I liked it when Dot said her name which I cannot remember at all um, because it takes a, a spin on the, the normal Angelina Contessa, Luigi, Luisa Francesca, Banana Fana Fofesca III. <laughs> um, so, you know, she, she changed, it, changed it up a little bit. Princess Angelina Contessa, Luisa Francesca, Banana Fana, lay on a pile of origami the third. But you can call me Dot. 
call me daddy and you'll be taking your tang intravenously. I thought the the animation was really great and they really did a good job of mimicking actual shots from Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, just all the little cute little things, like the sand crawler is a giant anvil or something, you know, just yeah. like little cool little things. I don't know. Just uh, they, They're very... It, they definitely took their time with this segment and they put a lot of thought into all the characters um, and just seeing all these cameos in a Pinky in the Brain episode is just wild. Um, like the good feathers, I, you know, you never think to see them in any <laughs> episode. Um, and just fun seeing them again, you know? Yeah, I know. totally. It's just, it just a lot of fun. And and just even like some of the the cool little Star Wars things, like I have a bad feeling about this, with the brain saying it. I have a bad feeling about this. I, I was mm-hmm. like, that's cool. Or uh, <laughs> it ended up becoming a little bit like Spaceballs when Dot rips off his mask <laughs> to say, "Maybe you're you're you bet you look better with this mask off." And uh, oh, I was wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. So cute line right there. And I don't know. I just I just had a good feeling. I had a good feeling about this. Not a bad feeling. <laughs> uh, watching it, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, uh, Kelly, why don't you tell us uh, what happens here in the second part, if you can? They go to see Yoda eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure you got to the second part because they do get to Yoda in this part. But you got to tell us what happens a little before then. Okay. Um... The trio finds Slappy Wanna Nappy, and uh, she says that she will take them to Moss Eisner Spaceport. Yes. Which mm-hmm. is the best name ever. I agree. And it's it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. And it's they even have <laughs> it, they they even have the shot where they're kind of like on the what do you call it like the bluff or the you know the the cliff kind of overlooking the the uh, city. The studio of Moss Eisner. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. So be careful. We're going in without an agent. So they go there and they're, they're they want to locate a pilot and uh, but instead of the normal cantina music that you would assume, or even just a parody of the cantina music, it's actually the Freakazoid theme. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. And they meet Yak Soho and his sidekick Chibubu, which is Yakko and Chicken Boo. <laughs> Yak Soho, Space Ace, reporting for duty. This is my co-pilot, Chibubu. His co-pilot's a chicken, I tell you! A giant chicken! Not if you keep a nightlight turned on. Thank you, I'll be here through Tuesday. So, uh, they, uh, they have a spaceship called the Bicentennial Lemming instead of the Millennium Falcon. And it's a pizza delivery vehicle. <laughs> yes. And uh, then the Imperials show up and they escape. But Plots wants to show off the power of the Megastar. And so he threatens Dot and because he wants the information. And her planet's the Comedy Planet, which uh, I believe was used to be the name of the Comedy Channel. Uh, oh, the Comedy yeah. Central. Perhaps. Or, they went through a lot or of Or that was the names. logo. They had it as a logo. like Yes. Planet. 
yes, yes. The Comedy Central used to have a planet as their thing, but they yeah. went from Ha to Comedy Channel yeah. to Com- I don't know what they had. They couldn't figure out what their name was for a long time before they stuck on Comedy Central. Yes. So maybe that is a connection right there. I didn't think about that. Okay. I thought so. That's what popped into my head. Yeah, maybe. Um, and um, but instead of like like they do with Alderaan, they want to mess up the TV reception and so send out like Ken Burns paddleball videos. Yes, or, the history. Well, not videos. <laughs> I'm going to screw up their TV reception. <laughs> you are sick. Begin TV disruption. What's the deal with Pluto? Is it a dog or is it a planet? I gotta know! We interrupt Spacefeld to present Ken Burns' History of Paddleball in 127 parts. Dear Abner, your new game of Paddle the Ball is all the rage. I think it may even replace the minuet. It's on every channel. Um, And and for those who don't know, Ken Burns is famous. He's a famous uh, documentary documentarian and has done things on he's done this was probably maybe maybe around the time he did the baseball one um yeah maybe, maybe why they chose paddle ball but he did civil war and, and some other things and um Skylicker needs decides that he needs uh some help to defeat plots and so slappy suggests they go see skipoda Yes. And he is the wisest of the wise. <laughs> and and j- j- just as an aside, uh, Nathan Ruger is still voicing Skippy here. Skippo, Skippoda. And oh my goodness, the voice is the best thing ever. It really um, is. <laughs> so the, cute. He, he's imitating Yoda's voice, of course. But it's Skippy imitating you. Um, it's just, it's everything. But Skipota, what is comedy? All that is funny around the cities. A better place to make the universe. Yes. Hurry it up, will you, Skippy? We ain't got all day here. Cranky she is. My aunt Slappy she is. Skipota, I want to save my sister and defeat Girth Plots. Do not just concentrate on plots. You need to work on the jokes. So he is teaching Skylicker how to wield a, a mallet, which is basically a blue glowy mallet, like a kind of like a lightsaber. And um, the the big secret weapon is instead of the force, it's the face. And mm. and so you know, it's made made the face be with you. Uh, <laughs> so he makes the uh, wacko Skylicker, Skylicker makes the uh, the gooky face with the little you know, goofy eyes and the big puffed out cheeks and everything. And uh, Skip Otis says that it's uh, the best way to diffuse tense situations with comedy, or, or I should say diffuse tense situations with comedy. The face is strong in this one. Use the gookie. Diffuse tense situations with humor. It works many times. Control the funny face and you can save the galaxy. It's so funny. And he's got the little Yoda ears going on and it's everything. And then, uh, and they even had like the crashed ship in the swamp, just like Dagobah and Luke and everything, just like in the movie. 
And uh, then Skipota says that Skylicker's uh, work is complete, his training is complete. And so Wack is, uh, goes off to, to face Girth Plot. Yes, with a, uh, with a mallet that's like a, a lightsaber mallet or something. Uh, yes. which is which is cool which i guess is this where he trains and then he starts hitting the brain on top they put a pla- uh, paper bag over his head yes he that's was right a little bit of trouble. and to make it funnier they put the bag over his head and then he just starts uh hitting the brain in the head Fabu, is this how you use it <laughs> <laughs> sweetheart you must do get the big laugh now try <laughs> Oh no. Ah! Ouch! Hey, knock it off! <laughs> now that's comedy. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. Well, there's a lot of good stuff in this second one. And second part, I should say, Nathan, what were some of the things you really liked? Oh, there's just there's just so many cameos that um like in that Cantina scene. Um oh, yeah. Chris got like Freakazoid and um, you know, moron, and <laughs> yeah, there's like a full because le- there's Looney Tunes characters also, like Summer yeah. and uh, we got- I saw Baloney back there. Oh yeah, Baloney was <laughs> he, he's going to make an appearance in just a little bit as well. But yeah, let's see. There's well, a, yeah, but uh, yeah. one of these things has one of our notes like here has a, a, an actual list. Wait, here we go. I got it here. Cameo characters. Uh, Minerva, she's in it uh, for a moment. Uh, Wiley Coyote and Foghorn Leghorn are apparently in this part somewhere. Uh, Yosemite Sam, Duck Dodgers, I saw. Marvin the Martian is in it. Freakazoid and Fanboy and Moron. Uh, let's see. I said Gossamer. Hugo the Abominable Snowman is there. Baloney, the Thumb, and the uh, Aliens from uh, that. that uh, oh, God. Yoda. Yeah, Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> um. Yeah, the from friend. Space Probed. Yes, all those all the aliens from Space Probed are coming back in this one. Um, canine, Mr. Skullhead, you think you see the back of his head. Egghead Jr., that little uh, chick, you know, bird alien. <laughs> not Even not an alien. Well, this he's an alien, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so there's just like a lot of just stuff going on. Um, so oh, really, really lots of details. Good stuff. Um, Rick from uh, Casablanca too. The yes, Humphrey can't, Bogart. can't forget Humphrey Bogart and Barbara Streisand. I believe is in it as well. So we got, you got a lot of lot of stuff going on. And uh, uh, it was a good, it was a good pun with the pilot. I liked Sk- Slappy was trying to get a pilot, but it was yes. a different kind oh, of yeah. pilot. So long, sweethearts. You get it? It's like the Lucy Show, but with the squirt. <laughs> Hey, you spoiled my pitch. Your what? My pitch. I told you I was trying to get us a pilot. I like how she was pitching it as it's kind of like the Lucy show, which I don't know if you guys ever remember watching the Lucy show. I saw a few episodes on uh, the comedy planet or comedy central (laughs) the nineties. It was like the show that Lucy did after I love Lucy. And it was just not really that funny. At least I don't remember it being that funny. So it's kind of funny seeing, uh, uh, so good, good stuff right there. Kelly, Nathan, anything, other things you thought were, were good in this second part here? Skip Oda. Uh, <laughs> Skip Oda. 
Pip was very funny seeing him. I yes, like seeing him again, torturing Dot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mentioning Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> I know just how to make her talk. Sunset Madness. How do? Name's Pip Pump Handle. You know. You meet the most interesting people in outer space. Did I ever tell you about the time I met Mr. Mark Hamill, star of stage, screen, and the occasional comic book? Uh, yeah, so it made me think, oh, yeah, Mark Hamill used to do a lot of like writing and producing of comic books. And they even reference uh, Batman and Robin in this one. Remember that, that quick uh, Mr. Freeze? Uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I I tried not to remember it. Oh man, <laughs> chill out, fridge boy. <laughs> but, that was so bad. I mean, it, there's just so it's, it has a lot of energy in this second part. A lot of good stuff. Uh, a Jerry Seinfeld reference as well. You know, they all, those aliens looked like a mixture of the Jetsons and sea monkeys. Or something it was yeah, a, their hair definitely is jetsons yeah yeah um and let's see any other little things yeah i i really think that uh this to all the artists that listen if you want to make a shirt that kelly will definitely buy make a skip yoda skip oda or whatever. oh my goodness shirt that would be the best thing ever yeah she'd wear it she'd buy it i, I would wear it proudly <laughs> well Let's go ahead and I, I guess let's get to the third part. Nathan, why don't you wrap it up for us? Let's get to the third chapter, the chapter THX. All right. Well, we come back from commercial. There's another opening scrawl. Um, scrawl? Scroll? Scroll? Scrawl? Scrawls? Uh, basically uh, telling us that we're going to make a detour. And now they are uh, at what is uh, essentially Jabba's palace. Although... Uh, Instead of Jabba the Hutt, we have uh, Flabby the Butt, right? Yes. <laughs> and uh, this is played by Fabio of uh, the Hip Hippos. Oh, so you are my captain. Hey, Flabby, nice chins. You look great. Have you lost weight? <laughs> okay, a little touchy about the weight thing, I understand. Um, and he's upset because uh, Yak Soho... Uh, failed to deliver his pizza uh, as he's a pizza delivery and he never got his pizza on time. So um, they decide to give him the pizza, which uh, they just start pouring cheese all over him and shooting him with cheese guns and stuff like that. Um, oh, and you can hear baloney in the background as a rancor uh, as the threat for that. So like a little cute little scene, whatever. I We're really just, watched- I wish we could have seen a giant baloney as a rancor, but whatever. <laughs> they already showed a tiny one, though, in the That's true. So it, would have been been kind of... it would have been whatever. No, Flappy, wait. Now, I know it's late, but don't you still want your pizza? Neutron hot, just the way you like it. Uh, okay. You got it. <laughs> I do like how, by the way, it says this is a detour. And again, I, I I knew it was really referring to Return of the Jedi, but 
it always felt to me like in the Star Wars um, uh, A New Hope, the special edition, you know, the version that's the version now that it, mm-hmm. when they put that Jabba the Hutt scene in, as much as I, for the most part, really liked George Lucas's decisions in, in the special edition for the most part. Um, and as cool as I think the Jabba the Hutt scene is, it really does kind of feel like an unnecessary detour um, of the yep. main story. Because mm-hmm. it's like they just go over the exact same lines. And that Greedo points. did. At Greedo. It's like, we're just going to do the scene again, but let's do it with you now. And it's like, and oh. then you have to walk on his tail. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like it because I'm like, oh, there's Jabba. I like Jabba. And I, I remember at the time, I'm even as bad as Jabba the Hutt looked in 1997. I remember going, oh man, Jabba looks really bad, but I still, it's like new stuff. I have never seen this. I was so happy. I didn't care. You got um, Boba Fett too in there. Yeah, so Boba was, Fett going, that was my looking right at the camera going, yeah, hey, like folks. total fan service. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But we didn't <laughs> care. <laughs> at least I didn't care at the moment. I was like, yeah, that was a part I where cared. you cared. I care. I'm sure they weren't parroting or, or referencing uh, a new hope. They were just kind of doing, let's do return of the Jedi as well. Since we just did empire strikes back with Yoda, but eh, it yeah. worked out either way. Anyway. So they, they escape from flabby, they the escape butts. from flabby, the butts and they are off to the mega star. So once they're there, they split up and bring to me too, goes off with Pinkio. Uh, they go to the control room. Um, so they can try to take over the video surveillance. Um, but uh, in Soho, uh, Skylicker goes to rescue Dot with, um, yeah, Sco- Soho and Skylicker rescue Princess Dot. Um, Slappy runs into uh, plots and they start fighting um, because she, uh, he took her, took, he canceled her show or something. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Cause the, the jokes didn't his, make any sense. Yeah. He's, he doesn't, he doesn't know humor. He doesn't know funny things is his, uh, character fault. I haven't seen you since you took my cartoons off the air. Yes. Because they made no sense. No, because you have no sense of humor. <laughs> well, you know, it was kind of reminiscent <laughs> of the line, uh, right there with, the Warner's cartoons, which didn't make any sense, you know? So mm-hmm. it, you know, perhaps that's just how, what plots thinks. He just doesn't get, he just it. doesn't, he doesn't know comedy, yeah. you know, I don't know. Uh, so they're fighting and Slappy's defeated and, you know, like, Oh no, she died, but actually she's still alive. It's just, uh, <laughs> she's taking a break or whatever, but yeah. Uh, wax sky Lickers gets all angry and starts whack, like swinging his, uh, hammer back and forth at plots. They have a battle. And it goes all the way into the control room where the brain has been sending out the message over the airwaves telling people that he is their leader. I am Brain 2 Me Too, the new ruler of your galaxy. Now what do I do? Use the cookie. Diffuse tense situations with humor. It works many times. Wacko is about to lose the battle, and then he decides to use his face, the Gooky, and uh, he he does it, and it makes uh, Plots laugh, and he goes in front of the camera, and then everyone on the screens are laughing. So, you know, basically everyone's just laughing, and Brain's plot is foiled because everyone loves the Gooky. It's so funny. Um, so everyone's like rewarded Oscars, I guess, Oscar statues, and. Uh, 
then they plan for the next millennium where they're going to take over or try to take over the galaxy. We must catch the space shuttle back to our home planet of Acme and prepare for the next millennium. Gee, Brain 2, what are we going to do in the next millennium? The same thing we do every millennium, Pinkyo. Try to take over the galaxy. Free Pinky, Free Pinky and the fridge, 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 fridge. I am not a refrigerator. Dot, 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 dot. Well, there we go. That was our, uh, that's your summary, but there's still some, a lot of moments that, uh, that, you know, were there in references. I think the biggest reference, uh, well, there was Star Wars. Star Wars? Yeah, Star Wars. (laughs) Um, but. We've come to rescue you. My brother! My sister! My siblings! My favorite Martian! My friend Flicka! My left foot! My, my, my! (laughs) They mentioned a lot of those. Uh, different movies slash books right there, which I thought was kind of a cool moment. What were some of the parts that you really uh, thought were cool or whatever? Let's start with you, Kelly. Baloney as the rancor. <laughs> it it literally made me laugh out loud. I'm, I could not even deal with it. It was so un, um, unexpected and, and so perfect that yeah. I, I just, I just loved it. <laughs> And Nathan, what about you? Um, I guess uh, Wacko's gooky face was uh, well done and funny looking, and uh, I liked it. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was <laughs> as funny as they all they thought, but you know, I, I could see. No, it's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it was a it was a clever use of it to you know to, he just needed to defuse the situation, and the, he did it. It was yeah, a, he did defuse it. It was a clever way to use the force or what, you know, cause they have to have that saying. And it's so. It's, yeah. It's or they also say, use the nurse or something like that. Or May the nurse be with you. Um, the part that made me laugh out loud was just the part where after Slappy gets killed and she's just eating afterwards mm-hmm. in the commissary room. Are you supposed to be dead? She's like, Oh, you know, dying. Well, is I like hard. Or like dying's easy. Comedy's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of Hamilton. The musical. Oh, I've, I've not seen Hamilton the musical. Oh. I've seen it, but I don't. There's get a the line reference. in the song that says, "Dying is easy, living is harder." You know, and oh, then like, yeah. and then they do that reference again later. But you know, so I was supposed to go see that earlier this month. It's good. It's good. It's good musical. Um. Yeah. Well, I, I've saw, I've saw it last year, but. Um, you know, they canceled the performances, obviously, but they've got it rescheduled for the fall. I'll eventually see it when it's they good. eventually open up theaters again. Well, we watch it when they bring it to movies. That's uh, yeah, they're gonna have like a, a the, they're gonna make a movie, movie version of it. Yeah, then. yeah. Oh, well, anyway, uh, there were some references I did not necessarily get. Like Slappy was reading a variety. It said Doctor K is now upwardly mobile, which. Um, I don't know who Dr. K might be other than Dr. Kvorkian, but I don't know how that means he's upwardly mobile, like upward and walking around. Um, Slappy's hair looked a little weird in this one. Um, Yeah, she's got big eyebrows again. She's got big eyebrows and she got a big tuft of hair, which I'm assuming is just kind of supposed to be like her Alec Guinness hair, sort of, even though Alec Guinness had very thin hair. So I I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but again, good back and forth between Pinky and the Brain. Um, I love the line where Slappy's talking about 
<laughs> space travel rattles or raisins. Uh, Are you going to take Skirth plots in a one-on-one -on -one fight to the death? Nah, I'm gonna use a little squirrel's room. Space travel really rattles my raisins. Yeah, just good stuff. Um, oh, one last thing. I liked when Scratch and Sniff yelled at the nurse and he sounded like, I don't know, a Nazi in a Mel Brooks film or something like that. <laughs> Sergeant, make a nest! <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant, make a nest! I, I, uh, I don't know exactly what was going on with that, uh, what that was maybe referencing. I just like the way he yelled at uh, Nurse. It to did come over. sound familiar or, or yeah. there was something about it. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds familiar. I just don't know what it's from. But it was good. Good stuff. And uh, I guess that'll do it. So let's go ahead and get to uh, let's get to our water tower rating. Well, out of five water towers, how many would you give this episode of Pinky in the Brain? Kelly, let's start with you. Five, uh, because Scipioda, Skip Skipoda, and uh, also all the cameos like Baloney and Pip, and doing such a great uh, visual parody of the Star Wars films. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, I gotta go with five as well. I mean, this is like such a great send off to. Um, the Animaniacs and to Pinky in the Brain. I just, you know, and it's just, it's, it's all these references that I get. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, I was going to give it four and a half for the animation quality. Cause I thought it was kind of like kind of bad in some places, but it, you know what? You're right. This was a really good send off for the show. I thought um, a lot of cameos that made sense. Plus it's just the energy in this whole episode is really good. Like really quick one-liners. Um, there's just so much going on that it's, it's worth repeat viewings. I think. Yeah. It's amazing. They fit it all in 22 minutes. I agree. Like, like, you, like to summarize this story plus put an empire and Jedi. Yeah. Um, it's, that's a feat. Um, it did feel a little bit like um, uh, this pun for hire. No, 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 no. I have one of those. Maybe it's a crock pot or a space heater. No, 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 no. He's gone. My boss has vanished. Would you do that no, no, no thing again? No, 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 no. I love that. The way that the use of different characters is uh, to tell a, a movie story, basically, with a lot of in-jokes for Hollywood at the same time. But uh, I really had fun. I, so, yeah, five. We're in triple agreement. Woo! Yay! Shut up. That's John Mariano. He's the voice of Bobby from The Good Feathers. And you're listening to the Animaniacast. <sighs> Will you untie me now? Shh, call it. I'm listening to the program. And now before we get to contact information, it's time for we have a very, 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 very important question to ask you. We have a very, 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 very important question to ask you. And now before we get to contact information, it's time for we have a very, 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 very important question to ask you. And this week it's Kelly's turn. So Kelly, you have a character in mind, right? Yes. Okay. 
Nathan and I are going to ask Kelly a total of 21 questions. And we have to figure out which Animaniacs character she's thinking of within 21 questions. And they're going to basically just be yes or no answers. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll go first because Nathan, Nathan went first last time. Yeah. So it's my turn. Uh, Nathan asked a good question last time. Is this mm-hmm. a character that appears in the theme song to Animaniacs? No. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like. I think that's going to be like our first question almost every time. Because <laughs> it, it's about half the characters, you know, and all the main characters there. So, all right. Now we need to figure out what. Um, is this character primarily in uh, Warner's cartoons, Warner's segments? Yes. Okay. Is this somebody that the Warners annoyed? Yes. All right. Is this character in more than one episode? No. Don't think so. Yeah, it's hard to say. Sometimes they're in the I know, background. That doesn't that doesn't count. If they're that obscure, yeah, <laughs> we don't want anybody talking this later. They were actually in the background of a bar. Yeah, but we know it's not Mr. <laughs> Director. It could yeah. still be the clown or something. <laughs> Although, That's true. The same person? That's true. Mr. Director <laughs> and Mr. Clown are two separate characters. Apparently, maybe sort of. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> That's a weird thing. <laughs> Okay, um, is this person, oh, I'm sorry, is this character that the Warners annoyed uh, human? Yes. Mm. Okay. Um, mm, okay. Um, they annoy lots of humans. Um, d- well, let's see. Uh, I want to just, like, <laughs> I'm thinking of like individual people. I'm trying to make it. Uh, did this person have a job that they were trying to do while the um, Warners annoyed them? <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I, job I, to do. Like that. Like that rules out the person on the plane. The plane buddies. Uh, <laughs> plane pals. Maybe some other plane pals. Well, he was on a maybe business trip. I don't too. know. Okay. Um, well, he wasn't. Blowski, something, something. Ivan Blowski is everything. Anyway, um, okay. Is such a human? Is is this person? Uh, is this person that they annoyed now? It's Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But okay. But this this person is a historic figure. Yes. Okay. Um. Was this character trying to paint something? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, there's two. There's at least two. That's true. You know. Oh, so. man. Is this person Pablo Picasso? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to, to stretch out the game at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Is this person Michelangelo? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> 10 questions. <laughs> Ten questions. Ten questions. That's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Good. Y'all knew who it was. Good game. Good game. Well, I, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it could have been Picasso. Yeah, um, and at first and, I was like, oh, maybe I thought Beethoven at first, but then I was like, nope, Beethoven is in the opening credits. He gets his head hit. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, he's there for. I a, don't even a remember that. Yeah, he's one of the. I know that's the thing. I was thinking to myself, like, I wonder if Kelly like memorized all the people. I, I have not. So. <laughs> I was like, because that's better than me. Well, that is how you play, and how we play. We have a very, 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 very important question to ask you. Lama, 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 a question answer, please. When we hear the answer, we promise that we'll leave. Hey! And now it's time for contact information. Kelly, let's start with you. You can find me on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. And Nathan, what about you? Oh, Joey, I'm on Twitter, JingoFT, that's me. All right, that's for the Animaniacast. We're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And, of course, if you're a Discord kind of person, head on over to the Discord group, and you can uh, talk to us, and you can talk to the other folks from the other RetroZap podcasts and RetroZap writers. You can get a welcome link by going to discord.animaniacast.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the RetroZap podcast feed. That way you can get every single one of the RetroZap podcasts delivered straight to your device, including this one. That'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. This is it, Pinkio, our moment of truth. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? Um, I think so, Brain 2. But a show about two talking lab mice? <laughs> It'll never get on the air. Uh-huh.